The SWP, Ottawa Sports Talk, every weekday. Hey, everybody. It is Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Welcome to our show. It's former TSN radio morning hosts now lighting it up in the podcast world. You have the SWP. As always, we invite your feedback on what we're up to, good or bad, at stevewproject at outlook.com. Some quick stats here for you, James. This courtesy of one of my favorite Twitter accounts. I'm big on the stats. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, It's uh, Leafs Last Cup is the name of the Twitter account. And all all they ever post on that account is a day later uh, in terms of unflattering Leaf stats. 19,754 days since they won the Cup. Zero days since blowing a 3-1 series lead. 6,200 days since winning a playoff series. 464 days since losing to an American Hockey League Zamboni driver and 33 days until setting the record for the longest Stanley Cup drought in NHL history, which they already <laughs> own. So there you go, out of the gate. How are you yeah, doing? For, yeah, for, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You know what that is? A Bambi on ice. No, close. Close, you're into the right sort of family. It's two elks fighting, Steve. Locking horns, locking antlers. It's their mating call. Yeah, Is it's the it? mating call. It's like, okay. if I, if I, um, if I uh, interpret that for you, it's I want to plow you. Clack, 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 clack. Or I want to fight you because you're preventing me from plowing who I want to plow. It's one of those two things. Something like that, yeah. But when they put their antlers together, Steve, it's not a sign of violence. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a challenge, plowing challenge. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Do elk have um, like, and I don't know if elk is uh, in the plural sense is is elk or if it's elks with an s on the end. The Edmonton Football Club seems to have chosen. Yeah, we're going to fire an S on that. Uh, they've decided that the uh, they're going to they've dumped the Eskimos name. We knew that, and now they're going to be as they announced today the Edmonton Elks. And I, I do do Elks make any like vocal noises? Do you know? <laughs> what a what a crappy name for a team, Steve. Mm. What a crap! I'll tell you what the problem. Okay, is they've, they've they're hanging on to we have to have two E's in the name. And, 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 and no, you don't. Okay. Yeah. You don't, right. It's not like, it's not like this is a, I, I get it. This is a storied past the CFL and all this shit, but the people got to let go with a bunch of that crap. Okay. Uh, it's that, that's, that's the sh- lousiest name I've ever heard. Elk Stevie, well, you know, what are elk? Well, they're okay. You know, they're elk. I see a lot of them and a lot of them are fat and overweight and they're just sloths, you know, they're not, they're not the big. They're not the big bull, Stevie. They're not right. the Toronto Toros, Steve. You know, at least go with a fighting elk. You know how they do that down in the states. A lot of mm-hmm. them, right? It's like uh, you can't just call them the Alabama Cox. It's got to be the Gamecocks, <laughs> South Carolina, or whatever, whoever that team. Is. What about elk hounds? Just what about anything else? But elk hounds is that was actually part of that mix as well. I think elk hounds are uh, a big feisty dog. Yeah. I guess tracks down okay. game for people and stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I, I'm I'm with you because I the double E thing. Even if that were the case, it, it sounds like based on the trailer I saw, the only thing I saw on the side of their helmet 
was something new, not the double E logo that we normally see there. And, right. and that may well be the case. I haven't heard anything announced about it or anything, but all they showed in the trailer for the Eskimo season, or sorry, the Elks season, mm-hmm. was a, a guy with a helmet that had an antler on the side, much the way the LA Rams have a ram horn on the side of their helmets. Right. So if you're not using the double E anyway on your helmets, then I don't know why you were shoehorning the double E factor in there. But I, I have to think that the double E is still going to be part of the equation. Maybe that's a, a secondary helmet or something yeah, like that. I don't know. But to me, if, if you're going double E, I would have gone Eagles. It's uh, it's just a, a lot more classic uh, of a sports Eagles. nickname. Yeah. It go. was in the mix. It was there. It was part of the mix. They could have gone with that, but they, they decided against it. Uh, elk sounds clumsy to me. Yeah, just well, because it is clumsy. The yeah, elk. the animal. It's not stealth. Okay, this thing can't do anything. You know, it can't at least a ram, Stevie. Okay, the ram is the number one contender in the MMA of football nicknames. Okay, mm-hmm. it's gonna kill you. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna ram. You've seen rams go at it, Stevie. Yes, full on. They bash each other. Anyway, too bad. Good, good try there, Edmonton. You know? Yeah, I still think that uh, I, I'm I'm used to it now. And we're well down the road. I think the Red Blacks have been around for seven years now. But uh, I still feel like I don't really have any right to go after anybody's nickname. But all we did here in Ottawa was just cram a couple of colors together. I don't even know what that means, Red Blacks. I don't know. What what are you up to there? Edmonton. Edmonton, you know what they should have gone with for the football team? Oilers. Nice. Why not? Catchy. Catchy, right? People like it. St. Louis Cardinals did that. Yeah. Football, there you go. baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Des Oilers all the way, you know. New York Maybe. Giants back in the day did that with their baseball and football. There you go. Yeah. Anything but Elks. Yeah. There's got to be a there's got to be a Facebook group page come out today go anything but Elks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, CFL XFL um cuz it, it reminds me when I think about Elks, uh, you know, I say to myself, well that this sounds kind of fly by nighty and Speaking of fly-by-90, the CFL and the XFL, that still hasn't been dismissed as something that might happen. We're still quite a ways away from kickoff. Normally, we'd be getting into the CFL preseason right now, but uh, we're not even going to start the new campaign until the first week of August for obvious reasons. And so in the meantime, the CFL and the XFL have been uh, engaging in jibber-jabber over the last couple of months, some kind of working relationship, and we haven't heard really much of anything from either side uh, CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi did speak to the media um, about the delay of the start of the season, but nothing much else other than that, because I guess there's non-disclosure agreements that have been signed, and uh, but everybody's speculating, could they actually have a full-on merger? Mm-hmm. Or will this be a farm system, something like that? Uh, it is going to be very interesting to see what the rest of the summer holds in this regard. Because uh, if you think Edmonton Elks gives you a non-traditional CFL feel, who wait, just wait until you see a CFL XFL merger, everything will change. Well, you, here's the other thing, okay? If you're Am- Ambrosi, Ambrosi, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, so we can't start at our normal time, okay? End of May, beginning of June, right? Some exhibition and stuff. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna relaunch on a different day 
And the day, the weekend we've picked is the same weekend the NFL opens up. In in around there, Stevie. Okay, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go with a big launch in August, right when the NFL kicks off. Right. Yeah, good one. The, there. the regular season starts in early in the first week of September, but yeah, the preseason would be getting going around there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, there, yeah. There's not there's not much competition there. Yeah, no, nobody watches the NFL. No. no one pays attention to that. So, no. Yeah, I don't think that's. Uh, I think they're just trying to cram it in where they can. Obviously, with the COVID scenario, but uh, yeah, in an, any other normal year, I don't think the XFL and CFL, uh, whether they're together or apart want anything to do with that particular conflict right. but it is what it is for this year mm-hmm. anyway let's take a time out of the program when we come back we'll get into some hockey talk coming up after these words how long have you been with your insurance company what's in your policy who do you talk to when you have questions i'm josh from all insurance ontario send me a text and let me handle it for you 613-860-6008 all insurance ontario your modern boutique broker All right, everyone knows that Jim K. Ford is a fantastic choice to handle your automotive needs, but they're also a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from small delivery vans right up to the big F-750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, or any gig where you need a big truck, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck customized for your needs. JimKFord.com. 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Now, back to Ottawa Sports Talk and whatever on the SWP. So, everybody in this part of the world, James, and I don't know about Edmonton hockey fans, but Mm -hmm. still talking about the demise once again of the Toronto Maple Leafs, a tradition unlike any other. Right. They uh, (laughs) failed to get past the first round. Once again, haven't done so since 2004. And it got me wondering about the future, what's happening with this team in the offseason. They brought in, because one of the great complaints, they had a couple of big complaints about the makeup of the team after last year's demise. And one of them was lack of leadership. And so they had Jason Spezza, but then they bring in Joe Thornton. They bring in Wayne Simmons, Zach Bogosian, uh, Nick Foligno, I wasn't going to call him Mike. Um, so you've got nothing but leadership. And right. yet, what happened, I mean, and it seemed to work out in the regular season, they were so good. But come the playoff time, that's when leadership is really supposed to kick in. And yet a 3-1 series lead, and one of the things that keeps you from getting skittish, losing all your momentum, um, is a lack of leadership. That It's rudderless. This team has lots of guys who should be able to guide the ship here and and prevent these cave-ins. Uh, it made no difference whatsoever as Montreal came back and uh, and won three straight. And not only won the three games, but just they were the team that was ready from the opening face-off. In Game 5, Montreal comes out and gets a 3-0 lead. Game 6, Montreal comes out and gets a 2-0 lead. In Game 7, they come out and get a sizable lead as well. So Toronto didn't even show up on time for for those last three games. So, I don't know. Maybe leadership's overrated. Maybe that particular group is is overrated. Maybe they don't have the ability to go with the leadership. I don't know, but there's going to be changes in Toronto. Uh, You know, I I hate the post-breakdown, right? Some of of the stuff that people are saying about it. Uh, You know, Jerry D, 
um, who's, who's a big hockey guy, you know, the comedian, Jerry D and the, and the show he did and all that. Sure. Stuff. He's uh, great. Yeah. Big, big sports nut. Okay. Big sports nut. And, uh, he's, he's, he's generally, he's kind of bang on with his takes, you know, and he's a Leaf fan. He lives in Toronto. He's from, from there. Uh, good hockey player too. Yeah. Right. Right. And an excellent golfer, by the way. Um, anyway, he came on and said, as a Leaf fan now, you know, said, look, relax, everyone. Quit trying to tear this thing down. You ended up with an unbelievable goalie and Carey Price. And shit happens, you know, shit happens in, in the world of sports. I, I don't know enough, Stevie, if you, if you look at this thing. And how much tearing down are you going to do uh, just because, you, you, you know, you, you ran into some bad luck and a hot goaltender, you know, you, you guys played well, super, super good season. You know, what, what are you going to tear down there, Steve? What are you going to tear down? You know, the Oilers are the same, right? They get wiped out, wiped out four straight. So what are you going to tear down when you got, you know, and, and those teams are comparable, right? Because you've got two of the best players in the league are in Edmonton and two of the best guys in the league are in Toronto. Uh, you know, so I've, I, I don't know, Stevie, you got to help me out here. You got to help me out. Why, why, why are we doing anything? Well, yeah, I mean, you if it were a one-off or a, something that's happened two years, three years in a row, but it just keeps on happening and again and again. Um, I mean, that's the nature of hockey. Upsets happen, but why do the upsets and uh, and these demises keep happening to this particular team? In Sportsnet, on their website, uh, Luke Fox has an interesting article about the aftermath and the fallout, and, and a good quote from Jake Muzzin, who was, of course, injured. He said, if we're not learning from this loss, we're really losing. I hope guys understand that we've got to dig in. Last year, we were right there. This year, right there. A bounce here, a bounce there. Maybe some guys it's mental, but I believe this team can be ready. This group needs to dig in more. That will to win has to burn a little more. And what's fascinating about those comments, those were quotes from last year. There you go. There you go. And when someone says, you know, we have to dig in a little more, we need more will from our guys, right? I need more, man. Okay. You can't, you can't leave me hanging there. Okay. What, what is it in your team? Uh, certainly on ice, Steve, and watching them, right? You don't look at it and go, oh God, they're not trying. You know, look at, you can tell what's his face there. Got no will. Got no will. Right. Uh, Well, you'd be the first guy to chuck him under the bus if he started chucking his teammates under the bus. Well, but what, what does that mean? No will. Give me an example. Tell me, tell, tell me who on your team doesn't have the will to win. Well, I just okay. explained why he's not going to do that because he would be throwing his teammates under the bus, which is totally taboo in NHL dressing rooms. You just don't do that, and you'd be the first guy to rip Jake Muzzin if he started ripping his teammates. Right, but 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 this thing dig in right where a bunch of fans are reacting to you say they got to dig in, they got to learn how to win, they got to you know learn from the loss and all that shit. Wait, what do you learn from a loss? You know, we lost, you know, that's what Stop I Stop doing that. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> what I, what I have learned is they, 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 they got more goals than we did in that game, mm-hmm. you know, and, and listen, wasn't, you know, bad bounces happen all day long, Steve, all day long, you know, in hockey and, and, and in playoff hockey, you know, so they're fine. Fuck. They had a great year. You know, they get, they get jinxed again, right? Because it's not like, it's not like Steve, you're hanging on to, you know, like Harry Sinden, I think, ran the Boston Bruins for, I don't know, 74 years in a row or something <laughs> like that, right? Like, right, that guy's name is still around there. 
I might get it. I might get it saying, okay, you know, every team, Steve, every team goes through it where they got to rebuild and do all that stuff. And, and where are we catching them at what part of their rebuild? You know, but I don't know to get rid of the guy, the GM, get rid of the coach. Uh, no, they played great. They had a good series, Steve. They played, they had a great series. Edmonton had a great series. Three of those games were in overtime, you know? So, yeah, I, I think, um, Sometimes you do need to make a tough decision by making no changes and uh, and not kowtowing to things because, yeah, that's the nature of hockey. It's a right. short series, seven-game series. Anything can happen. Right. And, and honestly, uh, nobody likes to see the Leafs having trouble more than me. But, you know, Jake Muzzin, maybe your most hard-ass defenseman. I don't think there's any question he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and your captain. John Tavares, your most experienced skill guy. Mm-hmm. I know Joe Thornton is a so-called experienced skill guy. He is experienced for sure. I don't know that you can put his, you know, skill in the elite department the way you can. I know you can't uh, the way you can with John Tavares. So he was a big miss to lose him in game one. He probably makes a difference in that series. Yeah. And you, you know, you want to bring in these old guys, that Joe Thornton thing. This is what I thought Toronto should have done. Right. Cause the guy had streaks of greatness already had a couple of great games. Uh, and we, well, we need them with the guys. We need the presence. We need the experience. We need the body, yada, 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 right? Um, bring Joe Thornton in, okay? But not as a player anymore. Mm-hmm. Bring him in as a coach, consultant, uh, liaison. I don't know, between with the players or something, you know, right? Give him that. He's got the experience. Let's do that. This thing where they're bringing, they did it here in Edmonton. It kind of worked for a bit. Uh, they traded for... Lou Cheech and I think James Neal came this way yep. in that deal. And uh, he was really good, right, in Calgary. But he's kind of winding down, right? And and he he played a bunch when he first came here. And now, and now he sat a lot of the season here. Didn't didn't play anymore, right? Yeah. So use him somewhere else. Use him in the coaching capacity. Just my thing, Steve. Yeah, Just I think. Um, yeah, no, I, he's probably uh, got a tough decision to make because he's going to be 42 in July. And... Uh, it's not like a Tom Brady 42 where he went out and won a Super Bowl. Joe Thornton looks like a guy who's at this stage just hanging on. He's nice to have in the power play in a stationary setup because his vision and his passing and his hands, still fantastic. But mm-hmm. really, it's just not there anymore where you, uh, you know, because I, I, I know that's why Thornton and Spezza are there. Spezza, I mean, Spezza and Thornton are both from that area granted but they're also there because they think they can win a stanley cup there that's why they're playing for minimum wage to kind of play for their hometown teams and have a chance at winning so you can get them you know for dirt cheap if you want to bring those two guys back they're both ufas but uh at some stage you go okay do we have enough of that element right and yeah. uh and meanwhile your skill guys there's um you know there's, there's a lot of soft skill there i mean yeah, matthews yeah. matthews right. and Tavares are ro- robust but they, you know, then you've got Marner and Nylander, uh, Kerfoot, Spezza. Like these guys are just, you just, I think you need a little more of that hard skill come playoff time. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see how they play it in the offseason. One other thing I wanted to talk about, James, on the NHL front at what stage is someone going to intervene from the CRTC on the Toyota ad? Which is one Toyota- is that now? Wait, wait, wait. Well, this Toyota ad's been out there, I don't know, it's been going for the whole playoffs and, and a good chunk of the end of the regular season anyway. So it's a it's a woman 
and she has a pottery wheel and she's dreaming about the oh, Toyota yeah. that's <laughs> the Toyota that's parked across the street, right? And she's got yeah. the glasses going and she's working yeah. the pottery wheel and she's so distracted that she's wrecking whatever she's working on uh, on the pottery wheel because she's so distracted by the Toyota. She wants a Toyota so badly. Sure. And they they basically sort of zoom in on her and show a massive splatter, this splash of this sort of creamy colored liquid all over her i'm thinking at what What? stage does somebody from the crtc go that's not appropriate for for national television why is it not appropriate yes i don't think we need to get into that james i Uh, think i don't understand where you're coming from i got i got it's the same guy where they have the guy steve okay you know what okay according to what how you're doing okay let's do that then steve you want to go down that road do you? You want to go down that road? Sure. Okay, Steve. It's the same one where the guy's standing in his kitchen with with the uh, vegetable sprayer faucet type thing, right? Okay, and he's he's you know he's completely distracted. He's looking across the street with the Toyota is Steve, and and the he's holding the sprayer in his right hand, and water's just gushing out, Steve, against the window. Yeah, but that one doesn't remind me of anything. The other one. I defy anybody to watch that ad and say, hmm, that doesn't remind me of what? anything. I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm at a All loss. Right. It okay. reminds me of someone being distracted while they're working the pottery, the, 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 the wet thing on the pottery wheel. You know? I appreciate how wholesome you're being right now. I really do. <laughs> All right. Let's anyway. take a time out of the program. Let's Back with the- final thoughts before things get graphic after these yeah. words. Did you know that Jim K. Ford has been around since 1982, one of the longest-running dealerships in Ottawa? I think math-wise, that gets them into their 40th year now. That's impressive. The K. family proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with the help of their fantastic team of professionals. They're continually training and improving to ensure that you always have the finest buying experience. See what they're all about. Shop for your next vehicle and then make your appointment today at JimKFord.com, 438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And compared to this time last year, the price of a single family home in Ottawa has gone through the roof curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this you should call the glenn walton real estate team today for a free no obligation estimate first of all glenn's a great guy he helped us sell our home back in the fall he's terrific you'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market call the glenn walton real estate team today at glennwalton.com all right james as we wrap things up have you got any final thoughts today you know what the eskimos should have done stevie what's that the edmonton eskimos Maybe Ottawa should do this. Just change the name to the Ottawa Jim K. Ford. Well, we're going to go that way at some stage. Not in our that's lifetime, a, but, but that day's coming. That's my point. Yeah, just go with the, you know, the Edmonton FedEx team, the squad. Yeah, that's what they should do. Um, final thoughts today, Stevie? hmm I have one. Kevin Pillar's a stud. Just- oh, there you go. Good one. 
Two weeks after he gets a fastball on the face and just shatters it, shatters his face. It just looked, he looked like something out of a zombie movie after the game. And uh, he comes back two weeks later, reactivated back in the lineup. I don't, I don't know how you stand in there and dig in in the batter's box when somebody's shucking these hundred mile an hour fastballs at you after you've had one of them right in the face just two weeks earlier. Right. Um, so, so here's the thing with that. That is wildly impressive what this guy's doing. Okay. So, you know, you know, boys will be boys, Stevie. Okay. Boys will be boys. And, uh, you know, back in the day, I don't think people do it much any, anymore, but back in our day, Steve, in high school, like hanging out in the schoolyard, okay. Or at the smoking section or, you know, in, in, when you're in grade nine, 10, 11. Okay. It, it wasn't uncommon, Steve. Do you remember that move where the guy come up and go, Hey, Stevie, hanging his right arm down. Okay. And then with the backhand flip into right. the bag. Right. Right. Remember that? Yep. You know, you just, just whack the guy a little bit. Right. And you went, ah, yeah. Stop doing that, okay? It's like I knew a bunch of guys used to do that, right? And you would flinch like crazy when they'd come around. You know, he'd be like all twitchy because the guy's going to try and give me one in the bag, okay? And they generally do it only to the guys they think that if if all falls apart here after this little gag, I can take this guy. No problem there at all. They would never do it to somebody they felt like they'd get their ass kicked. So I know this might hurt, it might not, Stevie, but as soon as I see the guy there, Stevie... Not only am I flinching, I'm I'm like dropping to the floor into you know under the ground, going ah, ah. okay. Now be <laughs> Kevin Pilar, yeah, who just took a baseball in the face, okay, the ninety four mile an hour, and he's saying, okay, I want to get back in there. Don't you think you'd be I flinching? God, would I flinch? Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, if you get like a guy who's got one of those just absolutely unbelievable curveballs. Ball comes right out of the pitcher's hand and immediately it looks like it's going to crack you one and then it's like right over Ugh. the middle of the plate. Those guys have to be just so confident to stand in there the way they do and, and even take a rip at it. Right. In Kevin Pilar's case, yeah, I, I'm the same as you. Like that ball leaves the pitcher's hand, big looping rainbow curveball. I am uh, <laughs> I'm running for the dugout. Yeah, I'm like, I'm the coach is going, the manager, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, it f- scares me. <laughs> I guess he's been bucking to get in the lineup like the the whole two weeks. It was so it's two weeks ago and he had multiple nasal fractures, underwent surgery days later. The recovery's gone well. His manager says he's looked better and better. You know how he is. Every day he's like, put me in. He's asking if he's in the lineup every day, if we need something. He's had the same attitude toward the ramp up of activities even after the surgery. So he's in a great place right now. So they call him Superman because uh, he makes those big diving catches looking very much like he's flying through the air like Superman, right. but he certainly has a Superman personality too. Yeah, no, cool guy. I met him. I met him. He, um, uh, one thing I really love about the Blue Jays is the players uh, get utilized a lot mm-hmm. right across this country to promote uh, to promote the team, of course. The Blue Jay and, caravan. Uh, yeah, the, and the caravan stopped in. It was, uh, it was Pilar. I was at a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sitting with the great one. Uh, anyway, and these, next thing I go, there's Kevin Pilar and I think Osuna at the time was was pitching with Toronto. Yeah. Uh, and showed up and they hung out and took pictures with their really super cool guys. So like, yeah, I like the, Kevin Pilar. I like yeah. him, but I, I don't blame him. see him up and around. I'm, I'm, I'm going to love to tune in uh, 
and I don't mean this in a morbid way, but when when he's, he comes back for his first at bat, just just you know just to see. Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing, but you know, well we'll, we'll have to see if he just does a yeah. does a natty a comb and each bend over backwards. You know, when, when the ball comes in. We'll see. Well, we know he anyway, can dive. Wait. We know he can dive if he needs to. So we'll yeah, see how it goes. But I, think it, I think he'll be fine, though. Uh, uh, with that, we'll call it a day. James, have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.